Hello and welcome to episode number 49 of the Hobbies and Happiness Podcast, where we talk all about the hobby that makes us happy, tabletop gaming. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Jim. And today we're talking with the creator of Spirit Duels, Daniel Miller. Wait, you're, I mean, Jim, I know you're talking to me. Oh, a different Daniel, my bad. I got Dan, you. this is why we don't got hang you. out. I got you. What? <laughs> do, do you listen to this guy over here hey what's up everybody oh, hey, guys. hey guys all right uh i didn't know so, you were here yeah <laughs> well welcome to this episode all right so uh first of all before we get into this exciting episode thank you for listening we're on episode number 49 one away from 50 Ooh. what are we doing in episode 50 don't know but it's gonna be pretty fun Same a giveaway are we gonna do a giveaway i don't know <laughs> <laughs> we might have some stuff to give away. You never know. Um, but hey, thank you for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. Um, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts um, or leave us a like, subscribe to the video. You know, doing a video podcast is kind of interesting um, because you get, we kind of hit two different audiences. Yeah. We hit the, the video people on YouTube and then the audio people. Um, I think the podcast is a super interesting platform yeah. because now with the video podcast, it's really cool. So I enjoy being able to film these. And then also uh, also for the folks who just listen to, listen mm. to this, um, I think it's very, very interesting. So again, if you're watching, don't forget you can listen. And if you're just listening, don't forget you can watch. Yes. Whichever way you want to consume this content, we got you covered. Speaking of getting you covered, Jim... We've got we've got a sponsor for the episode today. Yay! Hashtag sponsored. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So today, <laughs> today's sponsor is Audible. Yeah, that's right. Audible.com. Did you know, Jim, mm -hmm. that you can get a free trial? A free trial of Audible, and you get a free 30-day trial and you can get a free book. Huh. I think a, I've heard that before. A free audiobook. <laughs> so what you do, if you head over to www.audibletrial.com slash hobbies and happiness. That's right. Audibletrial.com slash hobbies and happiness. You can sign up for a free 30-day trial of Audible. And in signing up, you get one free audiobook that you can keep forever. That's right. If you don't use the trial, if you if you cancel at the end of the trial, you still get to keep that video. And you know what? That book. One of the what yeah, what did I say? Video. It is not a video. It is definitely a book. It's an audio book. It's an audio book. <laughs> Guys, what are we doing here? Come on. <laughs> so um, I've got I got a great suggestion for you. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of the series We Are Legion? We Are, we Are Legion. Legion, also known as We Are Bob, the Bobiverse. Okay. Bobiverse is one of the best, the best science fiction books that I'd ever listened to. So I had started listening to this series a few years ago, mm -hmm. um, and essentially it, it is a science fiction series where there's, there is the, the main character of the series. <laughs> the way the series opens is he dies. The oh. way it opens, and it's not a spoiler alert because it's literally like in the first chapter. <laughs> yeah. So he dies, and then his, his <laughs> they keep his his brain essentially, mm -hmm. and carries carries him on into these artificial intelligences. And there's multiple. There's there turns out to be a lot of different Bobs. Hmm. It is one of the greatest science fiction series that I have ever listened to, slash read, on a book. You definitely need to check it out. It's called We Are Legion. We Are Bob. Check that out over on Audible. So again, sign up for your for, for your free 30-day trial over on www.audibletrial.com slash hobbies and happiness. That's right. Check out that link. We'll leave links in the description so you guys can check that out. Today, we have an exciting episode for, yes. for you all. 
we sit down with the designer of Spirit Duels. Spirit Duels is a fast-paced card game of dice-driven combat. Lead a team of magical creatures known as spirits into battle against your opponent. Command and evolve your spirits to gain the advantage in combat and defeat your rivals. So at the moment, Spirit Duels is on Kickstarter. It is live on Kickstarter. Um, and so when it when it launched, I believe, so when this podcast is airing, mm-hmm. the Kickstarter launched about a week ago. So from the time it launched, it'll be on Kickstarter for 28 days. Um, we, we love this game. We absolutely love this it's game so, so much far. fun. Um, <laughs> like the art style, the gameplay, there's so yeah. many things that are awesome about this game. And we got to sit down with the designer of the game and have a little chat. So uh, without any further ado, let's just jump right in so we can get you guys to hear that conversation. Here you go. I'm ready. All right, so today on the podcast, we are talking with Daniel Miller, designer of the game Spirit Duels. Daniel, how are you doing today, sir? Hey, hey, what's going on, guys? I'm good. All right, so um, we I'm had good. the distinct privilege of uh, testing out this game. Yeah, we did. And by the time, so by the time this podcast is airing, uh, we will have, our video will be out, our how to play video. And uh, we may or may not be doing some other videos of us playing the game yep. because we want to be playing more of this game because it's pretty awesome. So we're, we're excited to talk to the designer here. So, Daniel, it's a treat having you. So thanks thanks for coming on today. Uh, but before we get started, I want, I want to know, I want to know, dude, where did you get this idea? I want where, where did this idea come from, man? Yeah, uh, so it, it, it kind of all started with the idea of I knew – I wanted to launch something on Kickstarter and by something, I mean, you know, a game. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, I, I specifically wanted to design a competitive card game, you know, and, and, um, I've been, you know, over the course of many years, like messing around with prototypes and engines and all kinds of like, you know, just little systems for board and card games. Um, and when, you know, Kickstarter kind of came on the scene, you know, I was watching it and back and stuff. And, you know, anytime like a small time, like publisher, like, you know, someone like me would launch a project, I always felt like, like, dang, why ain't I doing this? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like <laughs> yeah. I could be doing this. Why am I not doing it? You right. know, I have ideas, you know. And, and so I finally just said, you know what, I'm I'm going to really, you know, buckle down on something and like, I, you know, this is what I want to do. So like the whole idea of Spirit Duels was like specifically tailored to the Kickstarter experience. You know, I, I, I knew, you know, up front that I wanted to design like a competitive card game, you know, that's similar in, in play like would what you would normally find with like a competitive or a collectible card game. But I knew I didn't want it to be a collectible card game because of like, because I was bringing it to Kickstarter and you know, this was like three, almost four years ago, um, which is like before like the, you know, collectible card game Renaissance we're in right now. You know, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like every week a CCG is launching on Kickstarter yeah. <laughs> uh, nowadays, yeah, yeah. but um <laughs> Um, but so when I started working on spirit duels, that was before all that. So I, I, I knew like, you know, I knew that if only, you know, just say four, 500 people, you know, backed the project, you know, regardless of how viral or how successful the project went, I wanted it for every person involved to have like a full 
you know, robust experience with the game, regardless of if there was this huge tournament scene or huge community out there for it, you know? So, like, I knew I wanted this competitive style card game that Matt, like, that had the depth and layers and strategy of that you would normally find in a collectible card game without it being collectible. And, like, I also knew that I wanted it to be you know, inspired by Pokemon. I'm a huge Pokemon fan, Digimon, all that good stuff. Um, so I, I knew I wanted it inspired by that. And anyway, so just in the early, like, conceptualizing of the whole entire thing, like, I I had those two ideas meet where, like, I'm a huge fan of limited formats. So, like, mm-hmm. drafting, sealed, like, I love that. And so I had this idea of, like, that, that, you know, one of the taglines now for Spirit Duels is draft is standard. So, like, the the whole experience <laughs> is built around, like, drafting, nice. you know? Um, yeah. So, so like, I, I had this idea where, you know, like, at the, at the beginning of each match, you would draft the types. But, you know, in Spirit Duels, we call them classes. So you would draft fire, water, nature, you know, so on and so forth. And then you would shuffle your deck together, kind of like, you know, a, a shuffle builder, like Smash Up, you know, if you're familiar with that. Yep. And so that's like the basic idea, you know, that it was like this creature combat, you know, game that you and you drafted these classes to quickly shuffle a competitive deck together and then have this, you know, rich experience without both players needing a collection. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, very cool. Um, I, you, there, there's a lot there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That you, is a lot. You, yeah. You, you answered quite a few of our questions, actually. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's just start checking yeah, these start off. Start checking these uh, off. All right, yeah. Done. Um, so, so in, in talk, in talking about your inspirations for the game, you know, you, you mentioned Pokemon, and I think Pokemon, Pokemon and Digimon are pretty clear. Mm. Um, inspirations, like if you just look at the game and then start playing the game. Yeah. Um, did you have any other inspirations um, specifically in, in this game that you kind of thought about when you were designing it? Yeah, so I like to say thematically it's inspired by Pokemon, right? But mechanically, it's more inspired by um like a dice throne or destiny, um, especially destiny. It owes a lot to destiny, um, dice masters, you know, mm-hmm. card and dice games like that. And the reason why, mm-hmm. like, you know, I kind of went that route was I feel like and this, this might kind of sound like a jab, but I feel like <laughs> almost every competitive card game that's not designed in Japan is like, you know, summon a creature onto the field that has power and toughness, rotate at 90 degrees to attack, you know, and <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I, I knew I, I didn't want this, like, you know, summon units to the battlefield that have two stats, you know, swing to yeah. attack, like, you know, I, I wanted something different, you know, and as different all those games are, you know, it's, it's at the same, the combat systems of those games, they're all kind of the same. And so, um, mm-hmm. mechanically, yeah, that's, that's kind of like the idea that that's the route that I went with. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> uh, so what, uh, what did you, what would you say is your favorite kind of Pokemon and or element? 
Oh, my favorite kind of Pokemon. Um, man, I, I really like ground and ice types. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite specific Pokemon, the the line, it would be the Flygon line. So Trapinch. Uh, nice. Yeah, there, I, I love Flygon, I like man. <laughs> I also, I also love Dragonite. Yeah. Oh, man, three is <laughs> perfect. <laughs> That's, yeah, I love uh, it, man. <laughs> Um, so in, in, uh, in, in spirituals, do you, do you have a favorite, uh, a favorite spirit line yet? Or are they like all, or, or can, can you really pick one? It's hard. It is hard because like each one, I spend so much time, you know, with those designs and those concepts, you know, from like mechanically, like, you know, their stats, their abilities, and then even like. You know, the way they look, me and uh, Robert Schilling, which is, you know, he's my artist who, you know, creates all the spirits. Like, we spend a lot of time on each one, but if I had to pick one, um, most people who are familiar with me in the game, they know that the Topu line is my favorite, which I don't know, it's not in the demo, so it's the Wind Monkeys. Mm. Um, Topu, Nimboon, and Monkutsu, Yeah. Um, oh, but he's okay. on the box, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, he is, he is, he is. I, I love those guys because when I when I chose wind as a class, you know, like in Pokemon, it's, you know, it's flying, flying would be the equivalent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I went with wind, and I knew that, like, the the flagship spirit of that class, I didn't want it to be a bird, you know, because <laughs> yeah. that would just be, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, cliche. boring. So yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, cliche, yeah. So I was like, what could I do? And I just had this idea of like a monkey riding around on a cloud. So <laughs> anyways. Yes. Yeah, uh, speaking of art, the art is on point. Yeah. The, we, I love yeah. the art for this game. Yeah. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah, Robert Schilling did, did a fantastic job. I think, Jim, I think the first thing that you said, were, you were like, uh, yeah, this is adorable. Yeah. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was the man, like, I spent months, like, searching for, like, the perfect artist. Like, it was a very long process. I don't know, like, you know, how often or how long um, designers are supposed to spend looking for an artist, but it was months, <laughs> man. Like, and yeah. like a lot yeah. of like money went into just like paying, I mean, tons of different artists to just like, hey, yeah. you know, it, I think like the idea was like a fire Komodo dragon and so many different artists did concepts for that. And Robert, when yeah. I saw his, I was like, this is it, dude. And that concept ended up being the fire T-Rex that we all know as Magmaros, so... Dude, that T Rex looks legit. He's a monster, <laughs> dude. Uh, like I, I saw- said, man, when when Robert did it, I just knew that that was it. So, yeah, dude, that T Rex. Yeah, I'm like, I yeah. do not want to take this guy. As soon off, as man. I saw his name, I instantly just thought of Rampardos, uh, which I believe is Gen Four Pokemon. Uh-huh. But yeah, you know, that's a yep. different story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so uh, Daniel, I'm I'm very interested in um, in the design process, right? So, because okay. I've never, so um, I haven't, I've never really had an in depth conversation with any designer uh, as as far as like their process. Um, 
and, sure. and I'm very interested about it. So, like, is was the process in designing this? Was it very linear, or it seems like it was? There was a lot of circular elements in it, where you're like, you just had an idea, and then had to kind of flesh it out, and then try something, see if it worked, revisit it, and and then try it again, and so on and so forth. Can can you t- can you speak to that a little bit as far as uh, the design process? Yeah, you just mean like just specific mechanisms and stuff inside of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and and where did a lot of these yeah. different different ideas come from? Because because as as card game players, I mean, it seems like a lot of these are um, kind of like your take on different mechanics that a lot of us have seen in card games. But there's also some some sure. other different mechanics that I, that are kind of new that mm-hmm. I haven't really seen before in in other games. Yeah, it man, it's just it's a process of like countless iterating, you know, mm-hmm. iterations, just like trying, trying, trying. And, and like, you know, when dice are involved, that's, you know, <laughs> very complicated and right, can be right. very stressful, but yeah, <laughs> oh, it, it's yeah. just, yeah. you know, man. Yeah. It's just trying, trying, trying stuff. And, you know, sometimes like, um, like, so each class, there's nine different classes in the game, right? And mm-hmm. each class has its own unique class ability. Mm-hmm. So water, as soon as that idea was established in the game, water has always been the same, which was splash, you know, turn your opponent's dice to any side. Mm-hmm. And so like using that, you know, as idea as an example, like some things just like the first time I had the idea, I implemented it and it worked and it stayed throughout the entire process. Mm-hmm. But if you look at a class like Ice, for example, that, you know, that whole entire class ability went through so many iterations and, and um, like our wind, you know, like right now, you know, in the final game, wind turns your dice to any side. So if you're having, you know, problems with, you know, your dice rolls, you can use wind's class ability to lift up your dice, which allows you to fix them and turn, turn them to sides you want them to show Mm -hmm. but early on there was like this idea you know where you could shroud your spirits which would you know make them uh like kind of hidden from the opponent so your your opponent couldn't mess with their dice and that was completely busted so you know you know cross it off the list (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) it it was totally busted so you know cross that off the list never uh, you know entertain that idea again but Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you'd cross something off the list and then you'd go back to it, you know, or sometimes like my play testers would be recommending something and I'd be like, no, you know, I, I don't think that's right. I don't, that's not really fitting the vision. But then, you know, maybe a few months later, I'd be like, you know, let's give this a shot. And then the moment I'd give it a shot, it was like, oh yeah, this, you know, you were right. Like, this is obviously what the game needs. So it's just mm-hmm. trial and error, man. That's really right. all it is, you know? Right. One one thing that I, I was very interested in is this concept of advantage and the advantage die. Right. Yeah. It took it took me sure. a minute it took me a minute to get my head wrapped around it. Um, but it's a very interesting mechanic, right? And so essentially the advantage is like if you have advantage, okay, you're going first for that round. 
So, but in addition yep. to that, there's this advantage die that's that's also involved. Mm-hmm. Can you explain uh, for our viewers what that mechanic is? And then um, I'm not sure where where did where how you came up with that idea. Did you get that idea from anywhere? Or uh, my assumption is you knew that there had to be something that set apart the first player. Uh, because I mean, for again, card game players, we always know that there's always an advantage to going first, right? Yep. Sure. So, so can you can you talk about the advantage and the advantage die for a minute? Yeah. So as convenient as it was for that mechanism to play a part in the first player, it was actually more about the way around ended. And so, like, if you take you know any kind of like turn based game. You know, like Ashes, like Ashes. You guys are familiar with Ashes, right? Oh, I think I lost y'all. Yeah, you are? Okay. So like Ashes, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's been a while since I've played, but I think in Ashes it's like a round ends if both players pass consecutively, right? Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm kind of losing y'all. So, okay, so that didn't, it didn't really work with spirit duels very well because you know just the way dice are and you know at any given point you can just have dice out in your field and it was just you know kind of awkward you know and again you know spirit duels owes a lot to destiny and destiny has this battlefield idea where players can claim the battlefield and so um i kind of you know like i knew that there needed to be some kind of tension between like who is going to end the round? And so at first there was this idea of caster cards. So uh, you would have a caster, which is kind of like, again, using Ashes and as an example, it's kind of like your Phoenix born. It's like the person mm-hmm. that is representing you, right? Mm-hmm. So a spirit caster is like the role you're playing in the game. So you actually mm-hmm. had cards that were spirit casters and each spirit caster would have their own unique ability. So like the fire spirit caster would, I, I can't even remember because it's been so long, but they would like burn your opponent's spirits or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and only one person could activate their caster per round. So if I did it before you, you couldn't do it. But when I did it, I can no longer take action. So it's, it's kind of the same thing that the advantage thing does now, um, but it was a little more... Um, complicated, if you will. And so, anyways, long story short, for a number of reasons, like I, I wanted to simplify that. And so I, you know, I came up with like the idea of just like you're in the heat of battle, you know, and there could be this opportunity where you, you know, kind of gain the advantage to um, better prepare for the next opportunity to attack. And so, um, Basically, like, it, you know, if you know anything about the game, which many people listening to this won't know, but like, and I, I know you guys have played a few times and I don't know how like y'all's games have ended, but when you're, when it's down to the wire and you have one spirit left and your opponent has one spirit left, like sometimes like all it comes down to is who gets to activate their spirit first. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like that, that whole entire like decision of like, I'm gaining the advantage to ensure that I can act before you do is it's huge. And like just um, alternating who goes first every round just did not work for that because it was such a like strategic 
uh, moment in the game. Like, I'm actually going to forfeit what I can do for the rest of this round to guarantee that I go before you next round. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. I like it. Did, I hope that answers <laughs> the question. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, the advantage die. The advantage die was in there because, like, not it. it I guess it's not always super important to a player that they go first. Mm -hmm. So if I don't care about going first, I might not care for the advantage. But the advantage mm -hmm. die is kind of like that little cherry on top. Like, not only do right. I get to go first, but I can also add an extra die to my Magmaros that hits for four damage when he yeah. attacks. And that's huge. <laughs> like, that's a huge... Ooh. Just having that yeah. third die on a Magmaros is like... You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so now, all of a sudden... Yeah. It's like, are you going to gain the advantage or am I going to gain the advantage? Because it's important for both players. So anyways. Jim, Jim, where, where would you, if you had the advantage I return, where would you normally put that bad boy? All right. All right. Let's say I had the level three uh, Megmaros out. It's going on. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm hitting for oh, four yeah. maybe, oh, yeah. <laughs> or I'm getting burned three. Sign me up. Yeah. Like. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and then if I get an X, I'm just like, all right, well, I have fire breathing, so I guess I'll get a burn one anyway, right? Yep, yep. Boom. If, if you have, That's if, it, you, if you have it there, yeah, yeah. for sure, yeah. yeah, for sure. I just love on your first match, you just rushed Magmaros. I just love that. Well, like 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 I was telling, awesome. like I was telling you earlier, it took me literally one turn to realize. I have made a grave <laughs> error. I really should. I really should have evolved. He's these like, uh oh, I got hit in the face for four damage. <laughs> yeah, I had a pretty explosive turn where yeah, yeah I'm zapping, yeah. zapping left and right. But yeah. then you evolve, and I'm like, you do what now? I have zero. I have zero essence. Yeah. I can. Yeah. Uh, okay, this turned from bad to worse yeah. very, very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, that's sure. all, that's that's all about learning, right? Mm -hmm. at, and at that moment, I'm and like, then, on a, yeah. I'm like, at that moment, I really didn't care because I'm just enjoying learning the game, right? Yeah. I know I'm getting smacked in the face, but <laughs> sure. for, for science, that, right? That whole first <laughs> well, turn, I was man. He's yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's just a learning experience. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He, yeah. Magmaros is just. He hits hard, but he's kind of easy to control. He only has two dice, you know. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, part of the nature of card games is you you are subject to that. You know, did you draw right. into the cards you need to control this right. fire breathing yeah. right. T Rex that's yeah. sitting in front of you? And if you didn't, then right. but scoop, I guess. <laughs> but the thing in my mind is like he's so strong, and even if Dan was able to control him like three times, I'd just be like, I have five cards in hand, meditate. Next one, meditate. <laughs> Next one, meditate. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'll get there. Yeah. I'll get there yeah. or try. Yeah. yeah, that's and that's why yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, my priority is killing that. Thing. <laughs> that that is my priority. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not about controlling it. It's about killing it yeah. at that point. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you know, we're we're talking a lot about card games, right? And you know, I, I kind of want to get into your history sure. of card games here a little bit. Um, so, um, so kind of what drove you into playing a lot of these card games? You know, in in talking to you, um, it sounds like you've played you've played quite a bit, kind of like kind of like us. Um, but what kind of got you into this genre of of tabletop gaming, right? Um, in card games, kind of what what drove you to those? Um, well, when I was a kid growing up, um, I, me and my brother owned, um, 
I think it was called Star Wars Star Wars Duels. Okay. Um, okay. Are you guys familiar with Unmatched by Restoration Games? Yes. Yep. Okay, so Unmatched is actually a restoration of Star Wars Duels. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's what Restoration Games yep. does. So, mm-hmm. anyway, Star Wars Duels was this cool little miniatures skirmish game. You had, like, this board... And you moved around Star Wars characters, and you know you attacked and all this and kind of stuff. And you 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 um, could recreate you could recreate the the duels uh, between between like a Qui Gon and Darth Maul, mm. and like all those all those yeah. battles in Star Wars. If, if I'm correct, <laughs> yeah. is that right? Because I remember seeing stuff like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There were little miniatures. You had clones and Yoda yeah. and all this. It was awesome. I was mm-hmm. I was a kid when I was playing it, and then another game that I played when I was a kid um, before I even knew like that tabletop gaming was like a thing um, mm-hmm. was a game called HeroScape. Um, yeah. I don't know if y'all have ever heard that. of that, but it was like, yeah, okay. It's like this cool, like, it's like you, um, before each game you put, it almost kind of like Legos. You had like these hexes that you would put together and you would build your whole entire like mm-hmm. landscape that again, it was like a miniatures combat game. So mm-hmm. anyways, like, you know, as a kid growing up, I was playing those kind of games. Eventually, um, my my brother-in-law now, you know, just my, um, you know, at the time he was just my girlfriend's brother. Um, mm-hmm. He got me introduced, or he introduced me to Magic the Gathering, um, which, you know, like changed my life. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I loved Magic, man. Like, I'll... I'll never forget, dude. Like the first, the first time doesn't, I ever do, went. Doesn't it change everybody's lives? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, the first time I ever went into my um, local game store, I walked up to the counter and I, I wanted to buy a starter deck, right? Because you know I was a little noob, right? I didn't know anything else about the game. I just wanted to get a starter deck, and mm-hmm. you know I don't even know if they do starter decks anymore. But then they would do. You know, you had a yeah, starter they deck do and starter decks. <laughs> Okay, okay. Your starter decks had two booster packs in them, right? So um, the store owner was just opening all the boost or all the starter decks to get those booster packs. Yeah. And so he just oh, had a wow. stack of like he had a he had the a stack of those sh- the shrink wrapped starter yep. decks that yep. just sitting yep. around. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Can I get a starter deck?" And he was like, "Well, I've opened them all up." to get the booster packs out so you can actually have this one for free. Wow. And so he gave it to me for free and I was like, get this. I was like, really? Are you sure? And he looked at me and he said, you'll be back. And like, (laughs) I was sad, man. Genius. (laughs) Yeah. He said, you'll be back. And you know, the rest oh, is history. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So so I've I've told this story plenty of times before on the podcast, but the way that I got into it was going into my LGS because I looked before before I went and they were doing welcome decks, which is welcome decks is what they still do, right? The welcome decks yeah, are free. Okay. You just go mm-hmm. in and they just LGS just give them to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, I heard uh, there's this thing called sure. welcome decks. Do you do you happen to have any? <laughs> sure do. <laughs> Here you go. Yep. <laughs> so I picked up a couple of those, and then right a couple on, weeks dude. later, I think I built my first deck and came in for uh, FNM. So yes. yeah, so yeah, um, and right so on, so dude. after after that experience, how many times have you been back for Magic? 
Oh man, yeah, I ended up working for him. So <laughs> that's like you, right? Yeah, Pretty I ended much, up. Yeah, yeah, that I was. know. Like, yeah, he got me, man. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, I ended up working for him, and uh, we, yeah, yeah. That's so funny. Love that place, man. Yeah. So, uh, so what? What was? Can 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 we? Uh, can we give a shout out to that LGS? What's the name of that LGS? Moxie Games in Columbus, Georgia. All right, Moxie, Moxie Games. Games. All right, good job, Moxie Games. All right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, so what, uh, uh, Daniel? What year was that? So I'm, I'm, because I'm curious as to what was in standard at that time. Uh, yeah. That's what I want to know. Okay, so I'm not sure what year it was, but I know it was the uh, RTR block, Return to Ravnica. Return to Ravnica. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Very, very yeah. cool. Very nice. So um, I'm I'm young, so I, I wasn't like one of these like I wasn't playing in the '90s or anything. So <laughs> yeah, we're 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 the same. I mean, I got in around okay. uh, Dominaria. Yeah, started what like six six seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. Kaladesh yeah. is when I really yeah. started. Okay, um, okay, okay. So, uh, so all right, so we've got Magic. What uh, is is there another? So we've talked about Magic. We talked about Pokemon. Are there any other card games that kind of stick out for you in, in growing up? Any anything else that that really had a, an impact on you? I mean, you know, growing up, like as a kid, I played a lot of Yu Gi Oh. I collected mm-hmm. Yu Gi Oh. I I collected Pokemon. Um, you know, after Magic, you know, like more in my college days, I played a lot of Forty K. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, I I I really I got real into FFG Fantasy Flight games. I was playing mm-hmm. Arkham. Um, all that good stuff. Um, and then I'm trying to think, man, like, uh, you know, I was real big into some of the LCGs like L5R, um, mm-hmm. you know, all that good stuff. Ashes. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, I'm, 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 I feel like I'm missing something, but you know, <laughs> I, I feel, I, feel I got like really I'm big into Hearthstone. something. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I got really big into Hearthstone. (laughs) Yeah, when Legends of Runeterra dropped, I played it. So I just try to like play everything. Dude, we're just hitting everything, man. Yeah, (laughs) everything. We're we're, we're hitting everything. (laughs) If it's cards, I played it. Dude, I I think I think if we had a motto, that would probably be our motto. If it's a card game, we we're on it. We played it. We love it. We're on it. so, yeah. all right, I, I do want to ask you, um, so when it comes to card games, right, we know in mm-hmm. card games there's there's so many different mechanics in card games out there. Um, yep. A lot of them are great. A lot of them are good mechanics. Some of them are okay, um, and I feel like a lot of them, are, probably the majority of them are all subjective. Like some people like them, some people hate them. Mm. Um, of it, course. I want, I want to know. Like dice. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big fan of dice and card games. I think the first time I played oh, a dice, a card and dice game, um, I think probably either would have been Dice Throne or Dice mm. Masters, one one of those two. Um, okay. But it, I was yeah. very, it's very interesting to me because I'm like, these two things are kind of, I feel like they're diametrically opposed, <laughs> right? Because with card yeah. games, I'm I'm normally into constructed formats, yeah. right? I want it to be as okay, consistent okay. as possible, right. and then we're like, "Here's a die." I'm here's like, a die. "No!" <laughs> Come but, on, then, but then, but then I start playing it. I'm like, "Okay, it's this enjoyable. is actually really fun. Yeah, this is yeah. a lot of fun." Right. Yeah. So when when yeah. it comes to card games in particular, do you have any favorite mechanics um, in, in card games? Like when it comes to Magic or any card game at all? <clears throat> um, 
to nail down like a specific mechanic is pretty tough. Yeah. I know like I so we're talking a lot about magic, right? So I know like with mm-hmm. magic, I love I love red and white. Um Boros, nice. So I yeah, my first, you know, like I was saying, I started playing RTR, so my first mm-hmm. deck was a Boros deck. Pretty um, much mine too. Pretty yeah. much. We're going to Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I like um you guys familiar with Keyforge? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I I loved the um Sanctum. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like just kind of like white, you know, those the knights and angels yep. and um lifelink flying all that good stuff I, i'm kind of more of a holy player yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. all yeah, right th- that uh concludes the interview today <laughs> guys uh, a good one. Uh. well uh, uh whole, like uh, that was the first class that i played on hearthstone yeah, like a lot yeah. of my decks were, were for priest yeah the priest yeah, yeah the priest decks priest yeah. paladin, oh, dragon paladin priest another... man yeah, yeah dragon, dragon priest, priest that was a deck dude yeah. that was a deck that i played yeah. and I, I freaking loved it yeah and then i think i played it like years yeah. later i'm like okay this is actually not very good anymore i don't know what happened <laughs> yeah the the only reason i'm saying that rotation uh, killed you yeah yeah, the only reason I'll say that is because uh, I'm a huge Grixis player myself, so yep. pure evil, yep. essentially. Yep. Right? So. Pure evil. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but he's a big fan of Nico Bolas awesome. over here. Yeah, the biggest bad <laughs> okay. guy in the game. Okay. Yeah. So, um, all right. Yeah. So we, we we had a couple of specific questions that uh, kind of came up that mm-hmm. we wanted to we wanted to ask you here, uh, Jim. What was that? What was that first one you had about the uh, res- resolutions? Oh I yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh, when me and Dan were playing around, um, the shark one that that activates when an opponent activates yeah, flit, theirs. Yeah, flit, flit fin, I believe. Mm-hmm. Flit fin, I believe. Yes. Okay. Sir. Flit fin. Um, flit now, fin. Yep. Do I roll my dice before Dan rolls his dice? So, like, does my card have to or action have to fully resolve before other ones can? Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. You're, yeah. Things have to fully resolve, like it, it, as if there was some kind of stack. Yeah, they they would resolve. So, like Jim, if you were playing Flitfin, yeah, and Dan was playing, you know, Mag- or I guess it's it was opposite, right? So Dan was playing yeah. Fit, yes. Flitfin, and you were yep. playing Tie Chomp. So let's say you activate Tie Chomp, you mm-hmm. you know you exhaust Tie Chomp, roll his mm-hmm. dice, and once those after those dice hit the table. Then he, in response, can trigger Flip Fan, rotate him, roll his dice in, and now okay. it's Dan's action. Okay. So okay. say you know if he hits those magic sides, he could immediately you know turn your dice or zap you or attack right. or whatever. So yeah. Right. Okay. It's, okay. So so it's, the Flip the Flip yeah, Fin yeah. player activates and rolls Flip Fin's dice after yeah. the in this in this case the Tai Chomp player. Um, after Does that his, activation, yes, yes. yeah. After that one's completely yep. resolved. Got so, it, got it. so that's then right. it, yep. so then it would also work the same way for any card that states after you play an Earth card or an Electric card, you have to fully resolve that one card before the Pawn Knight can kick in or the Electric Cat. I forget its name. Mm-hmm. Um, Banks. Okay, that's yeah, right. Banks, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So, so uh, in talking about magic specifically, <clears throat> that's kind of counterintuitive. That goes yeah. the opposite way of. 
yeah. of 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 what we would normally think. But yeah. but it that's that's not totally There's... abnormal either because in a lot of deck builders, for, for example, DC deck building game, if there's any triggering effects, yeah. it's you fully resolve you fully play and resolve <clears throat> the action and card that you do first before anything else triggers. Yeah. Or or before any triggers resolve, yeah. I should say. Mm-hmm. So that that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's it's real cut and dry with spirit duels because it's just I take an action, you take an action. That's not okay. like, you know, you playing this and then I'm going to play my blue card to stop you from doing this. And then you're going right. to give your guy protection from blue. Like, right. You know, right. it's just like you go, I go. And but there are a few triggers, you know, right. after you right. do this or before you do this. And really, you just do exactly what the card says. So if Ponite says after you play an earth card then you then it happens after you play it and play gotcha. there means you play it play and you and resolve, resolve. resolve. Got okay. it. Okay. That's it. That's my that's, that's it. my that's my favorite thing about card games. Yeah. Dude, just do what the card says, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've told that to people. Like I've played card games <laughs> hey, with dude. my wife and yeah. she asks this question, like, well, what does it do? Did you read the card? <laughs> yeah. Kind well, of. <laughs> yeah. card games, card gamers, they overthink things. So This is true. Very, it does, very true. Yeah, I mean, it's just in our nature, man. Like, mm-hmm. it's the way we're wired. wired yeah. So. And, and, and a lot of, and, and whenever I'm overthinking something or when someone else is overthinking something, my, my normal response is just, okay, hang on. Let's take a step back. Stop. Read the card. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, yeah, all right. All right. I mean, that's what the card yeah. says. But but if you think about it this way, I'm like, yeah. bro, dude, yeah. like if you're doing that, then that's a little too much yeah. there. Uh, one one <laughs> other question I did have. So there were some cards that were like um, remove an opponent's die, and then I believe it was change one of my dice, right? Mm-hmm. If Let's sure. say Dan didn't have any dice out. Would I still be able to play the card even though he didn't have one in order for me to change one of mine? Mm. Or did, would I have to have um, that initial target? target? So that that's actually a more complicated question, mm-hmm. and and again, it's it 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 determines or sorry, that's determined on how the card's worded. So, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when you're resolving a card, you do as much of the card as you possibly can in the order it's written. So let's just oh, okay. say there were there well, let's just say there were two sentences on the card. Remove uh, their opponent's was. die. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Like. Like. Let's just say it says remove an enemy die and then um, force an enemy to discard a card. Yeah. So you could do, you would do both of those things, right? But let's just say, like in your case, I know what card you're talking about. It says remove an opponent's die. Then. Period. Then. Yeah, yes. Then, comma, turn one of your dice to a side showing magic. Yep. The the key word there is then. So if you c- if you cannot first remove one of his dice, you can't proceed to do the following gotcha. text. Does that make sense? So like there's okay. a big card in yeah. the game yeah, called 100%. mind control. So the says, fact that there's a period there doesn't matter. Oh, it's sorry. the keyword then is what we're looking at. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a bit of a lag, but yeah, the yeah, like there's a big lag. card in in Arcane um, called Mind Control. I think in y'all's prototype copy, it may be called Mystic Mirror, but it's recently been renamed. Um, but it's called Mind Control. And so, so it's, it's a zero-cost card, and it says remove an ally die. Then remove an enemy die. So the, the, the whole yeah. idea of the card is the actual cost of the card, it's a free card to play, 
but the actual cost of the card cost you one of your dice. And in return, right. you get to remove an enemy die. Right. So gotcha. you couldn't just, you know, choose not to remove one of your dice to yeah. get rid of one of your right. opponent's dice or, for free. So Or if you don't even have one to get rid of, then you can't even play the card. Right. Makes sense. Bingo. Bingo. Right. Makes sense. Right. That's that makes it. Sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and we, we've actually, we've talked about this, uh, on, on a few other games, but if, um, where would be the best place to get rulings questions? Like we have one of the things that I, I noted to Jim, I'm like, as we're sitting here playing it, I've got my, my laptop right here. I have discord pulled up. I've got my discord chat with, with Daniel pulled up. All right. We got a question. All right. Let me get over here. Uh, All right. So the designer says this. (laughs) I'm like, this is actually pretty sweet. We need to do this more often. Right. Right. But where would yep. be a great place know, for, right? for, for people to get rulings questions? Um, I assume would the best place would be like a, a forum like BGG, for example, or uh, I, I'm not sure if you have anything else in mind. <clears throat> the, f- the fastest way would be our Discord server. So okay, we have okay. our own Discord server. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find a link to that on our website, which is just spiritduels.com. So we have a whole channel in the server dedicated for rules questions. And I've got my notifications turned on, so as soon as you ask it, <laughs> I'm there, buddy. I'm there. So Yeah, and we'll, um, we'll, but yeah, we'll we sure, I mean we have a BGG we'll make sure to page. Leave links of all those oh, yeah. in in, yep. in the description here. That way if anybody wants to join that Discord, definitely hop in, hop on in, uh, meet other people in that community. So yep. we'll make sure to leave uh, links in, in our description yep. as well. Uh, unintentional plug there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unintentional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, we're we're enjoying kick, uh, Kickstarter. Yeah. We're, well, we're also we're, enjoying Kickstarter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great platform. It, it is. It is. Um, so, uh, so, so, what what kind of has been your uh, experience with Kickstarter so far? Has it been has it been kind of a smooth process getting? Because uh, I know when we're when we're talking, um, uh, when we are recording this episode, um, the Kickstarter launches tomorrow. Okay, when this goes live, when this goes live, um, we uh, the Kickstarter will have been out for about a week or so. Um, so up to this point, how has this process kind of been? Has it been pretty smooth or <clears throat> I have no idea how this process works and I'm very interested to, to understand how, how, yeah. how it works for, for a creator. It's, it's a lot. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it's, it's a full-time job that yeah. doesn't pay. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and that's really just designing a, a game really. Um, so like mm-hmm. you were saying, we launch at the time of this recording, we launch the Kickstarter tomorrow. So as far as like my hands-on experience with Kickstarter goes, um, I actually haven't gotten there yet. Um, but leading up mm-hmm. to it, you know, other than just, you know, designing the game, but like specifically preparing a project or product to be launched on Kickstarter, um, yeah, it's a lot of work. It, it's a lot of like mm-hmm. a, a lot of social media stuff, you know, building a community, uh, building an email list you know, all that kind of stuff consistently like putting out content and, you know, like, you know, on Instagram or BGG or whatever, you know, your platform of choice is, you know. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot, man. And, and the logistical side of it's crazy, you know. So like getting in touch with manufacturers and getting quotes and getting in touch with fulfillment centers getting those quotes and comparing these quotes to that quote and 
you know, how much is freight right now? And then you just go ahead and just dump COVID on everything. And you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I picked the perfect time for this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're going to infect stuff with COVID. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. So, like, I started designing Spirit Duels um, late 2018, early 2019, Started wow. posting about it late 2019 and was going to like launch the project in 2020. Mm-hmm. And so then, then COVID hit yep. and like that threw me off because like my whole strategy was like I was going to start taking the game to uh, my local game stores and all this kind of stuff. And um, mm-hmm. like I couldn't yep. do that anymore. So just anyways, yep. the, it messed the whole thing up. And so like freight, like I started getting quotes from from freight that was like, twenty thousand dollars and i'm like dude it doesn't even cost that much to print the game like (laughs) so um hope you know luckily all that's calmed down and so yeah right right it's been a crazy experience yeah i I can imagine um so um i'm i'm kind of curious do uh do you have do you have any uh have any surprises in store for the kickstarter (laughs) Any like su- um, surprise classes or spirit lines? Maybe, or maybe information maybe, on what maybe. poison does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there are a few surprises. Uh, we've got a few like hidden stretch goals uh, that will be kind of revealed as we go through the campaign. There are more classes planned for expansions. Um, s- there's three new classes planned to be released given that the game is a success and um, we can keep working on it. There's, yeah, there's right. three. There, there'll be a total of 12 classes. Um, two of those have kind of been like. spoiled in our Discord server, but I'm not going <laughs> to mention them. Like, if you're really curious, you can you can go dig. You can but, go join um, the Discord server. <laughs> yeah, you can go join the Discord server. But um, Wink. Wink. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, but it's it the the layout of like the the roster of spirits is very very tight. Like each class has mm-hmm. three different spirit lines, you know, and mm-hmm. each spirit line is a very specific combination of classes. So, you know, un to add any kind of like extra spirits or anything would kind of break that whole entire equation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, this whole, this whole world of spirit duels, um, we've worked a lot on it and I have a lot of ideas for this world. And um, again, you know, like if we have a, a good campaign and it's a success, not only do like, I want to release expansions for spirit duels, but you know, um, even other games inside this world. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I've got a really cool idea for like a, an RPG style LCG card game that kind of plays similar to the Pokemon RPGs. So, um, Sign yeah. me up. Sign me up too. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon LCG. I, 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 yeah. Yes. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. You you adventure around. You cap. You know. You form bonds with spirits and build your team. Level them up, and it's a whole like RPG style experience. So that's actually in the works now. So. Wow. Um, Sweet. Yeah. That sounds legit. Wow. I know. Uh, stay tuned. And it's solo. So uh, yeah. And it's oh. solo. Okay. All right. <laughs> is it strictly solo or solo can be? No, 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 no. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Cool. 
All right. Well, um, but we, uh, real real yeah, quick, yeah, uh, any word on poison? Uh oh. <laughs> any word? Yeah, sure. <laughs> has, it been, has it already been spoiled? Does people or do we know? Or has it been officially released or leaked? Whatever you want to say. You, what exactly do you want to know? Like what the class ability is? Yes. Yeah, so what well, do the well, po- know, poison counters actually yeah, do? Yeah. What do the poison counters? We know do? there's poison counters, but what do they do? Okay. 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 So. Um, the reason why it's not like the reason why you guys don't know what it does is because it's still like in internal playtesting. Yeah. So okay. it's not that it's a secret, but what I'm about to say is subject to change. Okay. Um, <laughs> Flashing but lights. What it does, right? Flashing lights. Yeah. Subject to change. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what it does is it it adds a damage tax to your dice. So if your spirits are poisoned and you want to resolve their dice. They they first are dealt damage, so you can't. Yeah, yeah. So a poison spirit can't even resolve its dice without first taking damage. So, oh, wow! Does that uh, uh, stack to three? It does. Oh my goodness! Oh my no! God. God. <laughs> no! I'm out. I'm that's, that's out. All I needed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I really can't wait for yeah. fire poison. Fire poison. I can't yeah. wait. Oh, oh, fire poison, dude. Yep. So okay, okay. Last thing, I swear, last thing. Cl- uh, the multi-class abilities, like the multi-class mm-hmm. creatures or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, how are, are you gonna like try? Are you gonna do like a multi-class of every, every combination? combination? Oh, I'd love to. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd love to. That'd be uh, sick. Right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd love to do. You know, I'd love to do it all R- right now. So if you pay super close attention, like right now. You know, there's three roles in the game, damage, mm-hmm. control, support. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Each class has at least one pairing of, you know, the roles. So, like, wind is a support class. Right. You know, so you've got the pure wind spirit, which is Topu. And then the other two spirit lines are going to be a damage pairing and a control pairing. Gotcha, gotcha. But in future expansions, they'll be, like... um pairings that share roles so like Mm -hmm. you've got water and arcane which are both control classes and you might you'll have a water arcane spirit which is like you know double control double blue (laughs) arcane ice oh yeah oh arcane ice man that'll be that'll be sweet yeah Ooh. all right all right super male (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) all right so um so that that's spirituals, guys. Um, I we are super stoked. We are super mm-hmm. excited for this game. Um, we're honestly, I just can't wait to just keep playing some more. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I can't I can't wait to get the the full the full production copy. Yeah. Honestly, so um, all right. So we we are going to move on to our segment entitled Card of the Week. Yay. Daniel has been so kind as to join us for this uh, for this week's edition of the segment. Um, so I- I'm kind of excited. This is our first guest who's been on this yeah, actual segment, and so Daniel actually oh, chose cool. chose this card of the week. <laughs> so uh, before before I talk about it, Daniel, you mind telling everybody what the card of the week is and what game it's from okay. too? Yep. So a bit of a caveat. Before I say what it is, <laughs> I, I told Dan, I was like, this card is totally boring, but it's personal for me. Okay. So it's from Magic the Gathering. It's a little white card known as pacifism. 
I don't like the card. <laughs> the reason I don't uh-huh. like it is I think the, one of the first times I played like limited or sealed, I'm like, I, the first time I saw that card, I'm like, <clears throat> I have a bead, big beater on board, like a 6-6 six, six beater. Yep. I'm getting ready to attack with it. My opponent, uh, pacifism. Like you're what? <laughs> what? Now I can't do literally anything with this card that I spent all this mana and all this investment into doing. Oh, you. That's are, what you get for playing green, Dan. Yeah, I don't like you, Jim. Get good. Okay, stop. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 Daniel. Um. So I'm gonna go ahead and read the card real quick. So, pacifism is an enchantment aura. Okay. Costs one and a white. It says enchant creature. Enchanted creature can't attack or block. So pacifism is like a staple in pretty much all limited formats um, in about in about every set, like every block. There's always there's always pacifism Mm -hmm. in uh, pacifism in there. Um, So anytime you're playing a lot of limited formats, you're going to see if somebody's playing white, they're most likely they've got pacifism in their deck, to to be quite honest, to to be quite honest with you. Um, So, you know, for for only two, it's a pretty it's a pretty good effect, Mm -hmm. especially when you're when you're essentially stopping a seven mana threat. For only two mana, that can now literally do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know that that's yep. that that that's a pretty good effect. So, Dana, mm-hmm. I, I'm curious. I would love to hear this story. So, why is why is pacifism personal to you? Yeah. So, like we were saying earlier, uh, Boros was like my first, you know, experience with Magic. I, I came in playing in the RTR block. You know, red white was super appealing to me, so I started building a Boros deck. Um, total noob. Right, I knew nothing about the game. Uh, I was just playing kitchen table, uh, kitchen yep. table with my brother and some friends. So like, no like net decking or hyper competitive thing going on. Like I'm fresh, right? And I'm mm-hmm. I'm putting together this Boros deck, and like I'm just like you know <clears throat> wrecking all my buddies. And but I I noticed like the weakness of my deck was like, you know, it, if if my opponent filled up their board too you know too much like i couldn't get attackers in like this is what Mm -hmm. my you know little new brain was telling me and so i was like i need a way to be able to just swing through anything they summon like i I need to be able to pacify their creatures (laughs) and boom pacifism was right there and so anyways like pacifism was like my perfect answer to get my attackers through and i remember like Man, I, I'll never forget. Like we were playing one night, um, kitchen table. You know, nothing, nothing serious, nothing competitive. And you know, we were all huddled around the table, and it was me and you know my opponent. We were playing, and I had played this card so much that I knew what the flavor text was. And um, <laughs> my opponent was sitting across the table from me, and he had pacifism in his hand. And I guess he was just kind of messing around, and he read the flavor text off. <laughs> And I was like, you got pacifism in your hand. <laughs> and I know it. Oh and God. everybody around the table just did. It was that reaction. They were like, ah, you know, whatever. So, wow. Uh, yeah. I know. That's hilarious. But that honestly, that's yeah. a perfect example of a strategic card game yeah. player. Yeah. Take getting the advantage from their opponent, like just reading cues and watching oh, yeah. them and seeing mm-hmm. what they do yeah. and get gathering it's information. Like poker, man, hundred percent, a hundred percent. And honestly, all like all professional level magic players like will tell you it's it it's the same concept. Mm-hmm. You're not pl- you are pl- yeah. it's part of 
part of the game, but it's playing the man. Mm-hmm. You got to play to them. Sure. You have to oh, watch yeah. them. Get as much information as you can from your opponent. Yep. That is a perfect example. Perfect <laughs> yeah. example of that. You know what I love about this story? So when he was playing his Boros list, he's like, "All right, how can I get it to where I can deal more damage?" He was thinking yeah. about it in terms of creatures getting in and doing more damage. For me, it was pretty much the same, but I'm like, okay, I don't really think I need to do it with creatures. Mm-hmm. What other spells can I get that also then deal direct damage? So lightning just going, bolt. exactly, yep, going <laughs> over the top, not even trying yeah. to worry about yep. the creatures, mm-hmm. but like still that exact same mindset yep. of like yeah. Boros or aggressive players. It's like, yep. I need to get this somehow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So very cool. And, and it's, and that's, it's very cool because like, now we're talking about we have this – we're thinking about the end goal, right? Yeah. The same end goal, but now we're thinking about coming at it from completely different aspects yeah. of, of the game sure. entirely. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that that is very, very cool. So, uh, yeah, pacifism. Don't don't read the don't read the flavor text, guys. Don't yeah. read any <laughs> flavor text ever. Don't read. Yeah, never read your flavor text. <laughs> don't, read it. don't read it. So, all right. <clears throat> all right. So uh, that that is – that is our interview with mm-hmm. Daniel. So Daniel, thank you very much. That was we had a lot of fun with that. So but before before yeah. we get out of here, Daniel, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on. It's super super pleasure. Like I totally enjoyed it. You guys are awesome. Love y'all's content. So <laughs> in, any anytime y'all want me back, I'm, I'm here, man. You got it. Um, and- <clears throat> Yeah, no, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I you go right ahead. The floor ahead. is yours. <laughs> the floor is yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I'm not super on social media other than, like, you know, what I do with Spirit Duels. Uh-huh. So you can find us on Instagram, at Spirit Duels. Uh, our website, spiritduels.com. Facebook, Spirit Duels. So just Google search Spirit Duels, and we'll be there. Go to the Discord, guys, 100%. Yep. 100% go to the Discord. Yep. <laughs> and you'll probably see us there, too. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, Daniel, thank you very much. We had a blast and can't wait to talk to you again. Right on, man. All right. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait for Spirit Duels. Can you? I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we are we are looking forward to that game for sure. And de- guys, definitely go check it out. Um, we will make sure we leave links to the Kickstarter in the description of the podcast and the video so you guys can go check it out. And as well, definitely check out the Discord server yep. for Spirit Jewels as well. Wait, if you ever got any questions, I guarantee you Daniel will be right there to answer <laughs> them for you guys. So um, with that, you know, it's it's kind of weird because we normally now we start to do the, the card of the week, but we already did it with yeah, our guests, so that was pretty sweet. Uh, <laughs> I Honestly, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing more of those with uh, future guests as well. So um, that's what we got for this week. Jim, where can people find you on the interwebs? Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at JimMorganHNH. You can find me on Twitter at underscore DG Campbell and on Instagram at Daniel.G.Campbell. And then head on over to our website, www.hobbiesandhappiness.com. You can find links to all of our social platforms there, and as well as links to our podcast and pretty much everything on our site there. So go check that out. So that's all we got for you this week. Can't wait for next week. And we've got a we've got a pretty exciting guest list that's not yet finalized, <laughs> but I'm still excited about it anyway for the future. So stay yes. tuned. So thanks everybody. Catch you in the next episode. See you everybody. Take care.